Once again, it's time for And Now the Good News, a weekly exploration of the good news happening in the world. Hi, I'm your host, Reverend Robert Brzezinski, and each week I explore and share the stories of hope and love and inspiration that have caught my eye in the past week. We'll explore exactly how we can create a world that works better for everyone. So get ready, it's time. And now, the good news. And hello again, dear ones. Robert Brzezinski with you. Episode number 27 of And Now the Good News, our first episode of the new year 2020. And I want to start this week by jumping right into a great story that actually happened on Christmas Day, December 25th. A, an airliner was flying, was attempting to get to St. John's, Newfoundland, but only made it as far as Deer Lake. That's about a 400-mile di- uh, difference. And the 80 or so people that were on that flight got stranded in Deer Lake. Now, there it was a hotel, but it had no restaurant. And being December 25th, all the restaurants were closed. There was really nowhere for these folks to eat. So Brian Snow, a local resident of Deer Lake, now he is the community services coordinator for the Salvation Army there. He put together a call to action and got the town rallied up. And they went over to the hotel and put out a great meal, a great spread for the stranded passengers later that evening they even shuttled them all over to the airport when they were able to get back on their flight and continue their journey so kudos to brian snow what a great story reminds us that that human spirit is alive in every one of us and all we've got to do is turn it on and say yes to it and amazing ways to show up in the world show up for us now on to a more somber story this past week And this past month, one of the major stories that's been happening in uh, or not happening in the news is the Australian brush fryers. Well, in the past, the Australian and New Zealand firefighters have not been afraid to come on up here to the United States and to Canada and help in our times of need. And the favor is being repaid. Uh, For the first time since 2010, the U.S. federal government has deployed a team of 100 American firefighters to help with the emergency response crews in Australia. Uh, Canada has followed along with another 87, I believe it was, and uh, a handful of other volunteers have joined in. So the number's up over 200 volunteer firefighters from the U.S. and Canada are deploying to help have deployed to help with the Australian brush fryers. So our prayers and thoughts go out to them and our prayers go out to a peaceful resolution and a perfect resolution to those brush fryers in Australia. Let's jump back up to Canada here real quick. Uh, this is a great story. <laughs> I have not heard of Greengate Power Corporation. But they're uh, located in Alberta, and they've received approval from the Alberta Utilities Commission to construct and operate a $500 million solar project that will have a total generating capacity of 40, uh, I'm sorry, 400 megawatts. This is definitely going to be one of the largest in the world, if not the largest in the world, Uh, but it'll be right up there. Now, Greengate is an industry leader in Canada. They've got a lot of projects. 
They've put well over a billion dollars into providing uh, clean sources of power, uh, over half a million homes. And this project uh, is just going to continue along in their push to create more and more and more renewable energy. You know, in uh, in Alberta, a province, a province that's uh, pretty dependent on oil and, and has always been, uh, to see this shift and this much of a shift uh, is, is a great thing. Jump on over to the website and take a look at this article. It'll give you more information, the technical information, but uh, great story coming out of Canada. Let's go renewable energy. Now, jumping to south of the border, uh, Jose Cuervo is definitely a high user of the agave plant and therefore has to make sure that they are taking care of the agave plant. Well, one of the ways they're doing that is they're about to release an agave straw, biodegradable straw, straws that are made out of the fibers that are left over after the tequila distilling process. This is pretty big. It's actually an upcycling is of the byproducts from their tequila production. And I didn't know this. It takes over six years to go grow an agave plant to a maturity where it can be used to make tequila. As tequila gains more popularity around the world, Jose Cuervo, which is a leader in the industry, feels they're responsible to also lead in making sure that we take care of the plant and we take care of the planet. This is big news for Jose Cuervo, and it's big news for the straw industry. They're saying that these straws will biodegrade in a year to five, depending on the landfill that they end up in, which is considerably less than traditional plastic straws. Way to go, Jose Cuervo. Now, moving up to Seattle, I found this story also very, very heartening. There's, a comp there's an organization up there, the Chief Seattle Club. It's a nonprofit dedicated to ending native homelessness. And while Native Americans currently are estimated to make up about 1% of the U.S. population, they do make up about 10% of the country's homelessness. So it's estimated there are more than 1,000 Native Alaskans, Native Americans, and Pacific Islanders that are in Seattle alone. And there is now a village for Native homeless citizens in Seattle. It's a temporary housing, obviously. Uh, they're trailer housing. They're there designed and managed to support getting people back on their feet and getting back into the world. However, this one, uh, they have a medicine garden. They have he a traditional healing circle. Uh, there are resources and, man and case management resources there for them. So they have a true Native American village to call their own. This is great. Another heartwarming story that came out of Seattle is a woman, Eva Gordon, uh, recently made her transition into the next realms of life. And she did that at the age of 105, by the way. 
And during that time, she amassed a very large and secret fortune and did not tell her friends and family about this fortune, didn't have much family. And uh, what she did is she donated, donated all of it to community schools of higher education around Washington State. So uh, technical colleges, uh, other community-based colleges got this money. They each received $550,000. Uh, 17 different schools each received $550,000. So that's a big fortune splitting up over $10 million across these different schools. So right on for Eva Gordon's memory and for the life she lived uh she was uh it it tells the story of uh, she was a stock uh secretly investing she was investing and not telling people and she had a lot of uh very famous northwestern stocks nordstrom starbucks microsoft held on to them for decades and donated all to schools. Congratulations. All right. That's a good one. Finally, in our last story of the day, here in my adopted home state of Colorado, a new law went into effect this past week with the new year. It's called Jude's Law, and it allows people of transgender and non-binary Coloradans to change their birth certificates, to amend their birth certificates to whichever gender identity they prefer, male, female, or they can choose X for non-binary or non-disclosure. So uh, a great bill. This has been coming, been working here in Colorado for a few years. It goes a long way in the support of transgender and non-binary rights in America and in Colorado. So all right, folks, that's the good news for this week. I'm out of here to search for more exp experiences of how the human nature is creating a world that works for everyone, that reminds us that we are all in this together. Until next time, peace and blessings. You've been listening to And Now the Good News, a part of the New Thought Media Network. Available exclusively at New Thought Radio. Join us, patreon.com forward slash New Thought Radio. Positively inspiring.